0: Hey, what's going on, listeners? This is Dr. Philip Fletcher. Do me a favor, go over to YouTube, put in my name, Philip D. Fletcher, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. We have a lot of great interviews coming up on the Humanity Matters Weekly broadcast. My special that I call Humanity Matters One-on-One is I sit down with, you know, cool people, talk about what they're doing and how their work is contributing to the flourishing of human beings. So go over to YouTube and subscribe. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, nonprofit leadership, and social issues. We want to engage ideas on what it means to be a free human being in the pursuit of human flourishing. For more information, visit our website, philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast. And today, we are going to talk about civility and common decency in 2020. 21. Hey, subscribe to the Humanity Matters Podcast. Give me a rating, a review. I would appreciate it very much wherever you get your podcast content. Also, check out my YouTube page. Just look up Philip D. Fletcher and subscribe there as well. I would appreciate Uh, The follow over on that social media platform as well. And so let's dig right in. I think we are all in need of a little bit of self reflection during this period of our societal history. We're not as holy as we make ourselves out to be on a daily basis, we're not as just and merciful to others as we would want others to be with our own actions and words, we're not as civil we're not as decent as we think we are in the 21st century America. Civility. Now, that just seems like a strange word, you know? Coming out of 2020, but nonetheless, it's a word. This word invokes images of peaceful interactions between persons, or even groups, persons or groups who have equally chosen to place themselves in positions in which there are no religious, social, political, or economic hierarchies. I imagine civility as the embodiment of two human beings on a journey of questioning, a journey of discovery and understanding. When you really think about it, civility should produce friends. See, I had this naive optimism when the election had completed in November of 2020, a fresh wave of people would be elected and prepare themselves to act as waiters to serve our country. You know, you hear the talks about unity and the nation needing to heal. I had believed what would arrive at the dinner tables of America would be glasses filled with civility and we would all enjoy a meal, which was to arrive at the beginning of 2021. Well, same old, same old continues. So I was disturbed by what was brought to our tables. So what we received was more of the same language and anger, which has been characteristic of our nation You know, since President Obama's leadership, maybe even back to George Bush's leadership because of the war. What do you say when, you know, a newly elected congresswoman had called President Trump, excuse my language, a motherfucker, quote unquote. Now, in 2021, you know, sleepy Biden, you know, Biden files, you know the response was reminiscent of my children when they were younger. Well, he did it first, right? As if that justifies the action. It says, if that justifies the incivility and the indecency. Then on January 6th, 2021, you got some overzealous people who took it on themselves to storm the Capitol. Now, people are divided as usual on that action. I mean, it even led to the impeachment of a former president. So to some, these were patriots. To others, these were insurrectionists led or inspired by the former president, Donald Trump. We have not been decent regarding elections. We have not been civil regarding masks, understandings regarding race, or a number of other things. We seem to have found You know, uh, a steady diet of fast food, indecency, and incivility. I just wonder what this will cost us in the long run. Because, you know, if you eat too much fast food, there's a price that you pay at some point. You know, the context of our nation's uncommon decency, indecency. You know, it didn't begin in January 2017 with the former president, Donald Trump's election. Yes, the executive leader of these United States at that time demonstrated a lack of decorum in terms of language, a combative tone with those who would challenge his most off-the-wall statements and, and his incessant penchant to tweet. But then, you know, you had other politicians who were not of his party who acted in similar manner. And, you know, you looked at Everyday citizens, you know, how we were treating one another to the point where we were burning each other's businesses and breaking out windows and spray painting and, you know, calling police on one another because they did or did not wear a mask. Just indecency seems like it is washing over our country. Incivility seems like it is has washed over our country. You know, there's a Pew research study that was conducted. It examined how uniformity along political ideology increased in a 20 year period between 94, 1994 and 2014. The study sadly points to an increasing adversarial sentiment in which 38 percent of Democrats had a very unfavorable views of Republicans, while 43% of Republicans had a very unfavorable view of those holding Democratic positions. Dang. Therefore, the, the incivility and the indecency uh, we are experiencing has been growing through Democratic and Republican presidency. So nobody's hands are clean. Presidencies and politicians at all levels which have you know, done all types of things and said all types of things. All right. Presidencies, which have experienced impeachment twice over unfavorable wars, accusations of Islamic influence, Russian influence relationships between law enforcement and the public COVID 19. Let's be real. Presidents and politicians are not the sole source of our lack of decency and our incivility towards one another. So sadly, these two parties, all right, have positioned themselves to dominate the public square. So family members are going at each other, co-workers are going at each other, and even persons of the same religious affiliation are going against one another. In that same period, for that Pew Research study, 94 through 2014, we also saw the rise of social media. Facebook launched in 2004, essentially eclipsing the outmoded MySpace. Two years later, Twitter and its 140 characters now 280 would also position itself as a significant communication tool. The public square has now moved to the technological square, where persons can hide on a phone or behind a computer screen, communicating some of the most damning, damaging, and dehumanizing content without fear of reprisal hey now a word from our sponsor hey what's going on everybody welcome back to the humanity matters podcast i am your host dr philip d fletcher and we are talking about how to move on from incivility and indecency in 2021 again Connect with me at my website, philipfletcher.org. That's Philip with two L's. Also, connect with me over on my YouTube as well. A lot of great video content to include the Humanity Matters Weekly. Check it out. Make sure you subscribe. I would appreciate it. Also, subscribe to this podcast. I would love it. Leave a review. Tell me your thoughts. So, We've been talking about incivility and indecency. And so how can we move on? Because we're all accountable for the lack of decency and the incivility. This lack of decency and the incivility that pervades our communication devices. And, you know, it finds embodiment in those who position themselves as our quote unquote leaders, whether political or religious or social. Sports. We all have our part to play in this. So can we critique arguments and make a case for a better path? I would still hope so. Yet what we cannot forget regarding this activity is to maintain the dignity of the human being. You know, Churchill, Winston Churchill, he said this, that while many do not see where their theories are leading them, this does not mean we have to treat or speak to them as less than human beings. So if we have arrived at this place because of our collective efforts, then it requires that we as a people, you know, we the people lay hands on the future to secure a common decency and a common civility for our children and our grandchildren. So Noam Chomsky, intellectual, all right, crafted an article entitled Humanity Imperiled, The Path to Disaster in June 2013. In this article, Dr. Chomsky examined the future of humanity, considering if our path to disaster would be through ecological destruction or the penultimate of nuclear destruction. Dang. I would propose that these paths are chosen only if we continue to demonstrate an uncommon decency and incivility towards one another. So what precedes the worst nuclear holocaust or beneath that an ecological destruction is our unwillingness to be civil and decent to one another, because how can we talk about solutions and trade-offs if we're not willing to sit down with one another, critique our ideas, but most importantly, look at each other as human, human beings. If we can't do that, then like Dr. Chomsky is talking about, Hey, maybe ecological disaster, maybe nuclear war. I hope not for the sake of my kids and my grandchildren. So I feel as if I have a responsibility. And and me talking about this today and speaking into your ears, I'm hoping it would influence you as well. So if we're not willing to galvanize as peacemakers to claim civility and decency towards one another, how much easier is it to devastate our soil or the soil of another nation for monetary gain Or claims of democracy. A lack of common decency and civility. A lack of it. Willing to dehumanize persons on social media. Is a slow steady descent towards more conflict. Interpersonal conflict. Group conflict. More war. And the most devastating event. Mushroom clouds. So what are some ways ahead? So I hope. In these last few minutes, I can be helpful and arm you, your family, your children, how to be more civil, more decent in 2021. I believe that we can. I believe that we can. It takes courage. You've got to be brave. Be courageous. So one, let's recognize we do not know everything. There is a disparity of knowledge. You only know what you know. And what you actually know is not a lot. I only know what I know. And what I do know ain't a lot. This realization should offer us the courage to say, I can only speak of what I know on this particular situation. Help me understand from your perspective what I am lacking regarding knowledge. That takes some humility. It's, it takes courage. Courage to demonstrate humility. And it takes courage to announce to your listener, to announce to the world that you don't know everything. Second thing is this. We should recognize that we agree on many of the same value premises. Look, we are humans and we are Americans. All right. We can all generally agree on the importance of life having a productive life, and supporting those important to us. As Thomas Sowell is helpful to help us recognize where we depart is based on our, quote, different beliefs about the facts of the world, close quote. Here's where the rubber meets the road, y'all. So our differences in beliefs and understanding the facts does not lead to the conclusion, I don't care. Just because we have a difference in beliefs, just because we have a different understanding of the facts, does not mean the other person does not care. Remember, we agree on many of the same value premises. And so let's keep that in our minds as well. Third thing is this, is we have to demonstrate courage to act and speak with clear and precise words. Communication is a two-way street between sender and receiver. So we should be diligent in our spoken and written communication to speak clearly and precisely. And I want to add, season it with love and kindness. You can be bold. You can be passionate. Be courageous. Be brave. But also demonstrate love and kindness as you are speaking clearly And precisely about those things that you care about, about those ideas that you have. So, if he or she, the person that you're communicating with, doesn't understand, offer them the space to ask you questions and you clarify what it is that you're saying. So, finally, imagine how a cup of common decency can be just what we need to stop a great dinner from becoming a foo fight. What we need are courageous waiters willing to serve. Thank you for joining us on the Humanity Matters Podcast. For more information, visit our website, philipfletcher.org. Like us on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Remember to be loved, be kind, be generous. If we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible.